0: This is the Don't Forget to Breathe podcast. In these episodes, we discuss grief, emotions, mental health, loss, trauma, and death of loved ones. There may be triggers that touch pain and other emotions within you. We just want you to be aware before you listen. We hope this podcast will help you on your journey to emotional health. Welcome to Don't Forget to Breathe. I'm Bruce Barker, along with my co-host, Rena Collins. Hey, Rena.
1: Hey, Bruce. How are you?
0: I am doing well. Um, hey, before we get into tonight's episode, I want to let our listeners know about a really special podcast that we have coming up in about two weeks. So, I'm going to be traveling out. My my wife and I, obviously, we're going to be traveling out to Nashville um, and one of our sons is getting married out there and my stepson but my son right so we're get, he, he's getting married and what we're going to do is i'm actually going to have a podcast/session slash session with rena um but, and and rena and i've talked a lot about this um you know off you know, off the recording, just about this amazing young woman coming into the family and how that, what that does as far as how it touches um, different things in me after losing my daughter. And so with wedding season coming up and, you know, this one's going to be in May and, and we know wedding season is May, June, July and whatever. And, and then also with, uh, you know, some travel restrictions loosening up a little bit and, and, you know, people are getting to plan weddings that they may have held off on. There's going to be times when you're invited to a wedding and we're going to talk about what you do with that, those moments of joy in your grief and, and obviously at different times. But so that's a, so that's one we're going to do in a couple of weeks and we'll just do the session I'll just be completely um just vulnerable and we'll just we'll just roll with it and and I I hope that it will be helpful to listeners that might find themselves you know again coming up in in with the uh, you know with the wedding season and celebrations that are coming up
1: for sure and the chance that we actually get to meet and record this one in person is pretty special too so yes that's the first um
0: yes for definitely. sure yep um so it's it's been a month um since we last recorded uh we've both been super busy and i know it's a really busy time for a lot of people with the seasons changing um there's a lot more time being spent outside you know, depending on where you are, maybe getting ready for planting a garden or flowers. Or or in my case, I started doing that and then switched back to shoveling snow again. And again this week. (laughs) I mean, hey, it's Colorado weather, right? So just when you think winter has left, um, it storms back in the room and says one more other thing. Um, So that's what I've been up to. And I know a lot of other people have been have been really busy with with this change of season. What about you Rena? What have you been up to the last month since we talked last that you'd like to share with our listeners?
1: Well, the one the one of the major things for me this month was actually moving house. Um which is a really good thing but it brought up a lot of grief also which we sometimes don't realize when we're moving towards something exciting like a new house and a fresh start and um you know there's a lot of gratitude with that and there's a lot of excitement and a lot of hope and sh- a lot of joy and yet i realized that there was there was definitely grief there it would be the first home i've had where none of my boys had ever got to be physically present so I would never have a memory of them in the house um and also when I'd moved into my other house three years ago my son Philip had painted my bedroom for me and um that always felt very comforting to be surrounded by that energy and that was about a month before he he died um through suicide so leaving that behind was um was a tough loss. Um, but I actually found a way. I had a friend out a piece of the the wall that he'd painted where I remember having a full conversation with him. So I'm going to turn that into a piece of artwork. That's and awesome. um, found a way to bring that um, bring that back. Um, so that was a way of of kind of honoring that and just acknowledging the grief that can come with that you know a lot of times when we hear the word grief we think about death or divorce um but we don't think about moving house um and leaving behind you know community and special neighbors and um special attributes and uh we're kind of not supposed to talk about that side right when we're going towards something new um and exciting so right just wanted to acknowledge that and to put that out there for people that sometimes even when you find a dream house or a dream job or something really exciting that you're also leaving something behind and um it's okay to acknowledge both sides and honor all the feelings that come up so that's what's been big for me um this month so yep
0: well you have had a very busy month
1: I have had a very busy month. Yeah, it was a very, very quick decision to buy a house and then a very quick move 30 days later, so. Wow. Yeah, yep.
0: Well, tonight's episode. So tonight's episode is called When the Chips Talk. And you mentioned this um, before in our season two preview show. Mm -hmm. And I've been looking forward to learning more about what that means. So, Rena, let's dive into and tell me, what do you mean when you say, when the chips in the grocery store start talking to you?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Which could totally make, you know, if you hear that sentence, <laughs> right? What's the f- first thing you think of? Oh, okay, Rena's losing it, right? <laughs> she's here, she's hearing inanimate objects and talking to her in the grocery store. Um, thankfully, I actually don't talk back, so you know that's the well, good that's thing. Yes, let's go try. So, um, so for me, it hit me one day when I was walking through uh, Whole Foods, and. I just happened out of the corner of my eye to see David's favorite chip, Red Hot Blues. He liked the spicy chips. And I was literally transported back in time. And I could hear his little voice saying, hey, mom, can we get chips this week? Hmm. Could hear it as clear as day as if he was standing next to me. And I was just transfixed by these chips. And it took me back in time. And I just remember being like flooded by emotions. Flooded by them. You know, the wish that I could be buying them for him. There's that moment of damn, I wish they were I wish I had a need to put these in my grocery cart. Right. Um, but I won't get to buy them again. Uh, it was that feeling of finality that kind of just popped up like you're having a a good day say or you're in a good moment and you just happen to hear this voice that transfixes you and brings you back. And of course there's a the flip side of this because you want to be able to hear their voice. I think it's very common to have a fear that we'll forget what our kids sounded like or any loved one that we lose, right? We for- we-, we might forget how they laughed or how they sounded or um what they said or sayings or phrases that were familiar just to them. So for, for me to hear that was strangely comforting on one side because I realized I could hear him. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was just bitter at the same time because I wouldn't hear him saying that. And then there were the other feelings where there were some weeks I said no to them because we were trying to restrict carbs to stop the tumors from growing, because that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's the thought of, damn, I wish I'd bottomed the chips, you know. Yeah. And then you just go. To- so it's like in the space of seconds, you just cycle through, or I just cycled through all of these emotions. Um, and then some days I'll walk through the chip aisle and I will be totally fine. And then I realized, you know, I could if I look at the Chicago Italian bread and Publix, I hear Philip. You know, it's just like I, he'll shut, he would shut down the stairs and say, hey mom, remember, remember my bread or, you know, will you get that? I'm running low. And so it just, and sometimes I will deliberately seek out some items so that I can go back in time and remember the sounds of their voices associated with those things. So for me it's 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 become a way to connect because I realize I can hear them. I can imagine them, I can picture the moment. Um you know, I can picture them tearing into the stuff when when they, my boys always used to come down the stairs and they heard the car coming back and they'd help me unload the groceries and put everything away and um and then I can just picture them getting into their favorite foods, you know? And it's something that I feel most people really miss is being able to buy a certain favorite food and either surprise them with it or get it because they asked. So so certain foods will do that.
0: And and hearing their hearing their voice in your head Mm -hmm. in the Mm chip aisle or at you know, with, at the bread, or in a park, in a store, uh-huh. at a, uh-huh. in a bookstore, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's an okay thing that we should welcome, right? And not try to push away. Would you say?
1: Well, I never like to use the word "should." Mm-hmm. Because there's no should in, in any experience of grief or anything else, right? We have, for me, I would say allow.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Allow Allow if it feels right in the moment. I mean, sometimes I have lost it in the grocery store, you know, and had to leave because it would be too overwhelming mm-hmm. um, to have that realization that I don't have a need to buy that anymore. Um, so... I feel, excuse me, allow, allow ourselves our own unique experience. And if it's comforting to, to have that voice come in or experience it in the moment, allow yourself to have it, allow yourself to feel all the feelings, you know, and and know that you might cycle through multiple emotions in the space of a few seconds and then back again, and it just might cycle. So for me, it's become a comforting way where I can actually remember their voices. Um, so, but I just have to allow.
0: Would you say that it is um, helpful and or healthy to even try to seek that out rather than, like if it just happens, but then to... Um, Like maybe find yourself, so for me, you know, wanting to hear Kristen's voice, it might be Uh put myself in a particular setting that was common, but to seek that or is that, what do you, what do you say to that? I mean, is it okay to try to seek that, find that place and try to seek that voice? Because I'm, I'm also concerned of, well, what if it just doesn't happen that particular time and. You know, so right for sure. What do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, again, I would say everybody needs to trust their own journey and where they're at on their grief, you know. Um, and if it's something that folks felt like they'd like to try and do, excuse me, um, and, and know that it, it may not always happen. Um, but it's, it's almost like for me, it's kind of almost like a song. If you think about a song or, or even, um, a marketing thing that we used to hear like as kids right say there was an ad on tv or an a, a, a tv show or something we can usually typically remember the jingle right? right it comes back to us or we can remember the catchphrase or we can kind of hear it in our heads right yeah so when you've got something that's so familiar with a family member um my feeling is it will probably come back it will be there it will be stored And it will be accessible. So
0: yeah, I, for me, I can hear her like calling out to me, whether it's, um, whether it's to come see something or whether she needs something or whatever. It's just how she would, you know, say daddy and and would take that into maybe three syllables and several seconds. It really right. drew out, right? right? I can still, I can still hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, it it gets challenging if it's a a stressful situation, right? So, like, you know, hearing her as a child when she said that when she was hurting and needed mm-hmm. help versus saying it to me in a little bit of a reprimand like daddy, you know, I mean, right? right. You know, so you, you, uh-huh. you hear it in so many different ways. I certainly prefer to hear the latter, you know, her right. calling me out, which she did. <laughs> you know, quite a lot, but Uh-huh. I think you know, I think for for listeners, I guess everybody's got their own their own little little voice mm-hmm. saying something that touches them in both a, a comforting way and then, right. and potentially a painful way. Right. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so even thinking about these things and imagining these things for both of us brings up a lot of emotions.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it yeah, because it puts you back there. So just like you're saying in the, you know, being in the chip aisle, where sometimes you hear that and that's very positive for you, and sometimes you know you said where well, you've had to break down and leave. It just really mm-hmm. depends on how it hits you and where you are in that right. moment, at least. Right. I mean, that's yeah. kind of how I in, interpret it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then still and welcome.
0: You know, I'm sure people that you know are our listeners are feeling those same kind of emotions too there's Mm -hmm. you know the ones that make you laugh and bring a smile to your face Mm -hmm. you know at at whatever stage that you might be in in this this grief journey and then um, you know in those that just you know tear at you because it's a because one they're not here Mm -hmm. and and to hear that that when you've heard that plea voice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're in an absolutely powerless position because mm-hmm. there's yeah. not, you can't go fix anything. You can't go help. You can't go right. do anything. Um, so, um, but just, I'll still take it so I can hear her voice.
1: Right. It's a connection. Yeah. Right. Yep. Even if there's a sting associated, it's a connection. It's a real connection. Yeah. Yeah. To hear that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the talking chips means, and that's what it means to, to hear the voice, to connect. Yep. So. Wow. Well. I'm curious if there was one thing in the in the grocery store that Kristen liked that you would know to buy for her.
0: Well, what immediately comes to mind is what <laughs> what I wouldn't buy. Now, <laughs> so those um those listeners who have, you know, been listening since the the beginning of the first season, um, no, or or those who have joined us after may not may not know. Um, but Kristen was diabetic, so um, she had type one diabetes. So in the summer, when she would come stay with me, and again that was around the period where she would just kind of get, as I would put it, you know, just really pissy about having, because it was right around her anniversary mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. Um, and she would just want to eat whatever she wanted to eat and and do whatever and inevitably we would um we'd head to the grocery store um shortly after picking her up from the airport and then we would just kind of you know go through and get all the stuff that we that we needed and she would always walk up and put one of those tubes of sugar cookies from the dairy section you know those little Pillsbury things, Mm -hmm. take that and put it in the cart and it, and always, I would say, which, I mean, I don't know if she baited me or not, but it was like, Kristen, you know, you can't have that. Right. And then, then it was on. Right? Yeah. What do you mean? I can't have that, you know? So, Right. I mean, I, I can, I can see her face. I can hear her voice when we get into that. And, and right. I do notice when walking by that section in a grocery store and I'll see a, you know, a tube of the sugar cookies Right. And, um, I mean, I still wouldn't buy them for her because right. <laughs> it right. was not, it was detrimental to her health. So certainly right. I wouldn't, but, um, she would, she would push those boundaries again when she was in that, st- and it, it only lasted maybe a week or two right? Know, before, um, she would find herself back in her routine and everything is. Right. Everything is normal and as far as, as um her food intake and and right. you know, not going after candy and and all the other stuff. So um yeah, it was the two with sugar cookies. The sugar they cookies. Spoke. They spoke. Yeah. They speak. They speak. <laughs> Still. They
1: speak. They do. They will forever speak and carry her voice.
0: Yeah. 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 And of course Yeah, they do I just recently um, gave up carbs and and sugar. Mm-hmm. So um, I will not be having any sugar cookies either. So if I try to put them in a grocery cart, then Jody's going to say the same thing to me. Now, you know, uh-huh. you cannot have these. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that just to Full. see.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. See how it feels to be on the receiving end of the, you can't have those.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Of the tube of sugar cookies. Uh Uh-huh. But they really are good. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure. Yep.
0: Well, hey, we'll, um, we're not going to do a super long episode tonight. I know that you're also in a little bit of pain. Uh Oh,
1: just a a smidgen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some
0: injuries along the way during your move, uh-huh. so um, just, a,
1: just a little, just a little one. But I'm, I'm, I'm mending just slowly. I don't like to be restricted, you know, in any way by any <laughs> limitations. So, um well, yeah, just have to heal um, though. And uh, but yeah, not unpacking all your boxes on the first night can lead you to walking. Into them in the dark and breaking your toe.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is uh the toes are the worst.
1: Uh, pain. I mean, seriously.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully, um, you know, a couple of weeks down the road you'll be mended a little more.
1: Well, I have to and... be. I'm going to be dancing at that
0: wedding. Well, yeah. Definitely uh, right? dancing at the wedding.
1: I'm not oh no, I've been practicing. Be... Oh, you yeah. have! You're going J- to show us all up now, oh, are you? <laughs> what yeah, really have you been learning?
0: Because we were going to surprise them. Oh, um, sh- yeah, Jody and I have been sh- practicing some stuff.
1: That's more. That's more it's for not, the after.
0: It's not Dancing with the Stars level. I mean, <laughs> it's probably not even dark corner of a bar level. But still, I'm. You know, I mean, for me, she's a great dancer. Okay. Um, I'm not so smooth. Well, this is great um, now. You I can use my toes. My way excuse. The you did in high school when you're 60 <laughs> years old, it's just not cool anymore. Sure, I mean, you can. I had those moves. I'm sure they're still there. It's called
1: it's called muscle memory. It will come back. <laughs> yes,
0: but i but I've also been but certain dances that I did back in the late 70s. I mean, so I I you know, Jody's definitely said do not do that at the wedding because we do not want to. This is about them, not about me. <laughs> and and I'm sure it would be extremely embarrassing and one of those things that might scar them at the beginning. Of oh, I don't know.
1: So, um, I don't know.
0: I'll avoid the uh, the late '70s dance.
1: Okay. But, okay.
0: You know, I, I don't know. I think I think
1: J- Jody's Jody is restricting us here. We should be oh. we, we should, we, we should get dance. to experience my... the seventies dance.
0: <laughs> oh she's she has seen it um, but no I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to that and and getting to spend some time with you and um and doing our um, our podcast from nashville um so that'll be really cool um so just to let everybody know um that again we've got our website it's live it's don't forget to breathe a place where you can go and enter comments, questions, or, or just seek help. There's links on there um, to some helpful resources that can help you um, in your journey. And again, ways to reach out directly um, to us, uh, either one of us, both of us. And, you know, we're here for you. Um, So, we also have the after the show. Um, we just started that. I, I put the first episode up, um, or the first volume, I think is what I called it. That that went up. Um, there's still some recordings I just haven't, um, you know, put into a format that we could, you know, post yet. So we'll continue to do that because we do a lot of talking after the show, um, and then we just let those subjects and let the conversation go. Just go where where it wants to go, and it is. It's just like kind of sitting with us, um, you know, sitting around around the living room, just chit chatting, Mm -hmm. and a lot less formal. And and I mean, not that this is really formal, but still, just you know, just some basic stuff. But feel free to reach out to us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you, Um, and um, especially if you if you need some some help some conversation whatever it is we're here for you um, for sure as we walk along this this journey with you so until then rena thank you for for uh stepping it up during your because i know you're in pain with the ribs too like that hurts it's okay
1: it just hurts to laugh
0: (laughs) oh i'll try not to make you laugh i'll save that up till i get Save that up for two weeks. Hope your ribs are healed because it's on. Yep, it's on. Anyway, so listeners, reach out to us. We look forward to hearing from you. And thanks for listening.
1: Good night, everybody.